Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our friend here joining us again, Lucas Lenhart from beautiful California. So is it good morning or good afternoon to you? It is good morning to me, Jill. All right. Well, good morning to you. Good evening to some. Good afternoon to others. <laughs> Pleasure to have you back yeah. here on the show. And for those that may have missed our, uh, missed our last show, tell us a little bit about yourself before we begin. Uh, so, yeah. So, my name is Lucas. Uh, I'm the founder of Enya Pro Coaching. Um, Enya Pro Coaching, uh, specifically, I use the Enneagram um, to help improve the internal and external self-awareness of my clients. Um and so I'll say that, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship, you have a relationship in your life that is suffering from miscommunication, and it definitely needs to get better if you're going to keep your sanity, um, then the Enneagram and Enneapro is a tool that you can use to help improve that relationship. Uh, yeah. And for today, that's our focus, relationships. But before we get down that path, I need to find out uh, how we can reach you. Tell us your contact information. Great. So, yes. So, uh, you can find my website. It's uh, www.eniapro, that's E-N-N-E-A-P-R-O.com. Um, and I have uh, a, a blog on my website. So if you're not really familiar with um, what the Enneagram is, then go to my website, click on the blog, and you'll find uh, all the information you need to know there. All right, relationships, uh, it's a term we use loosely, but it really affects everything and everyone in our life. Let's break it down and talk specifically about the types of people you're helping with what types of relationships in particular. Okay, yes, Jill. So <clears throat> I want to focus on couples, uh, couples coaching right now. So uh, let's pretend a lot of the listeners out here don't know what the Enneagram is, I'm sure. So uh, I'm going to give you some good scenarios today. Um, so the Enneagram uh, shows us that there are nine basic personality types in the world. That's types one through nine. Types one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine is what we call it. So uh, let's pretend that we have a relationship. Actually, this isn't pretend. This was a, a, a real scenario, and so I'm going to use it um, in the conversation today. So let's pretend that we have a type seven and a type nine. So right, let's just say that the, seven, uh, the, the husband is a seven and the wife is nine. This, this type 7 sees endless possibilities, okay? Like, they're in the future a lot, mentally. Like, they're comparing the fu- comparing future possibilities, fantasizing about, uh, about the future. Um, they want to do or try everything once, as in they would like to experience just about everything this life has to offer. And... They typically have a lot of energy, so both physical and verbal energy. Physical in that, um, you know, even uh, like an adult has a type 7 will probably still be engaged in sports, activities, working out, hiking, jogging. They're going to be doing a lot of fun things to them. Um, And verbal energy meaning uh, talking, right? Sevens love to talk. They like to talk about themselves. They like to engage and, and conversation, um, that's fun for the seven. Uh, the type nine are more, the type nine personality, okay. uh, are more comfortable with what's right in front of them, 
versus the future and its possibilities, right? Like, what is going on right now in front of me? My world is right, what's right in front of me right now. Um, they like the world around them to be peaceful, simple, and things to be in order. They have a lot less energy, typically, than the seven. And they like being in their own world because their own world is predictable, peaceful, and safe. So there are several speed bumps which this relationship could run into. Some examples are uh, would be that uh, uh, all the talk and the dreaming that this seven does about the future and about the possibilities that it holds may frustrate the nine because the nines are living in the now. They're living, they want... They're looking at what's right in front of them, right? So they're living in the now, whereas the seven is living in the future. And the nine, they see the seven as not being realistic or grounded in reality, which could cause some conflict um, in that relationship. Do you see any conflicts there, Jill? <laughs> well, hold on. I see conflicts in relationships all the time. <laughs> but if we're doing it right, yeah. sometimes no. <laughs> so... Um, so when, when the seven goes on vacation, mm-hmm. uh, they want to do fun and exciting things. Yeah. Things that are energizing and engaging, like more physically active things. Whereas the nine, they just want relaxation, like sitting on a beach, drinking Mai Tais, and taking naps. So do you see any potential confrontations right there between the seven and the nine, someone always wanting physical activity? Of course, of course. Everyone has different interests and different areas they want to do, so of course. (laughs) Right. So uh, You got to share, be on the same page, or accept each other for their differences, or try someone else's, but also respect their space in case you don't want to be a part, take part in what they want to do. Yeah. I like what you said there about accepting differences, right? You know these things. You know things about your partner, and your partner knows a lot about you, possibly. You've probably been with them for, you know, years. Maybe, de- maybe you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. But understanding that they're not doing certain things to make you upset, but because that's just who they are. That's At their core, that's who they are. So, like, seeing that and understanding that that's just kind of who they are, they're not doing things or not doing things because of you, it's just who they are. Um, now let's look at um, a relationship between an 8, an Enneagram 8, and an Enneagram Type 5. So 8s are the most extroverted number on the Enneagram scale, and like the 7s, have a lot of physical and, and verbal energy, whereas 5s are the most introverted number on the Enneagram scale, having the least physical and verbal energy, um, uh, which is similar to the nine. So one person is talking all the time, and the other is hardly saying anything. So in this dynamic, because the eight is always doing all the talking, the five may at times feel um, unheard, or that their ideas aren't being heard or considered. Can you see some possible confrontation there? I see confrontation all the time when you talk about anyone. I'm sorry. But in any way, it depends. Yeah, it does depend. It really depends. It really depends on our our level of, you know, our level of mental health and um, our understanding of our partner and the person that we're with, right? Yeah, sure does. So at times, yeah. So at times, 
the five, the Enneagram type five, may feel suffocated by the eight's energy and may need a lot of personal space or time away, like finding a quiet place to read. So the eight may take this the wrong way or maybe even feel abandoned or misunderstood by the five because the eight wants to engage with you. And the five may just be tired and just need time away from all that energy. You see some potential conflicts there? Yep. <laughs> I see conflicts all the time. I'll say it again. <laughs> Is that the answer you're yeah. looking for? What do you think? <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, you, you, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you come home from work. Well, let's say the eight comes home from work. And they, they have a lot of energy. So they come home from work, and they may want to, you know, go out for a walk now with you. They may want to engage in something with you, right? Um, the Enneagram Type 5, when they get home from work, much lower energy. So they get off of work, and they are probably going to need time on their own, time by themselves. They may come home and be like, I need to go in the other room and read for an hour. Um, and so, and this is going to be like a daily occurrence thing, right? Uh, so the eight is going to see this, um, and they might feel as though uh, their partner, the one who is the five, they may see them as not wanting to spend time with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. And so that may cause, if you're feeling like the other person doesn't want to spend time with you, then you might start to feel like they don't really care for you or they don't really enjoy doing things with you as much. Uh, so right there is the potential. There's potential for conflict. Yeah, good reminder. Um, yeah. So the five doesn't really easily share their feelings mm-hmm. or what they're feeling specifically about something or anything, especially if they aren't feeling heard or uh, understood by the eight. The eight wants to know exactly what you're thinking or feeling yeah. and can be pushy about it. And whether they have a strong opinion or not, which is opposite of the five. Now that um, now that, uh, that, that can be a, a great combination. So they and the five can be a great combo if they are communicating well. So, uh, so fives don't typically, I said it before, fives don't typically share their feelings or their ideas with other people. Eights do. And if they have a great relationship, then that eight is going to be able to dig out feelings and ideas from um, their partner who's a type five and they're going to have a healthy relationship but if they aren't if the relationship isn't a solid relationship um, then that the eight may come off as being confrontational to the five and wanting to dig out like their feelings and ideas and therefore causing a five so if the eight is able to communicate well with the five and therefore and therefore pull out feelings and thoughts from the five because the fives have a hard time sharing their thoughts and feelings. But if the five isn't communicating well, meaning they aren't sharing or being honest about their thoughts and feelings, do you see the potential for conflict there? Yeah. This yeah. time, sorry, we have to take yeah. a quick break and we'll continue talking about this. Remind us how we could reach you. All right, Jill. Yes, thank you. So uh, once again, you can reach me at www.eniapro.com. Perfect. And give us one sec. We're going to make it a quick one. We'll be right back. 
If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Do you want to be healthier? Do you want to have better relationships? Do you want to have more abundance and success in your career? Maximize your potential in this lifetime with Feng Shui. My name is Ayelita Lito. I'm a Feng Shui master. I help my clients achieve all of this and more. Contact me at A-E-L-I-T-A. L-E-T-O dot com. Ayelita Lito dot com. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are excited to have our friend here joining us from the West Coast. So good morning to y'all out there in California. Good afternoon on the East Coast. And of course, could be good evening somewhere else in the world. Lucas Lenhardt here joining us talking today about relationships. And we've been walking down some scenarios about communication and how he's helping those with conflicts. And so many of us do have conflicts, unfortunately, but he's here as our expert today, breaking it down for us. Hello, hello. Hello, Jill. Thank you for having me back. All right. Where do we so, leave off? Go for it. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to continue talking about uh, the Enneagram 5 uh, and the Enneagram 8 uh, in a relationship together. But I'll, I'll ask you, um, do you know what I mean by when I say people-pleasing? Yep, do it all the time so for family members. Please. Yeah, right? So um, usually when we say that, um, it usually means that we're engaging or doing something or making a decision um, that is in someone else's best interest yep. or going along with somebody else, right? Um, someone says, hey, um, let's go out to eat. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've been thinking about Chinese. And they go, oh, I want Mexican. And so you go, okay, yeah, I'll do Mexican. Right, that's like a simple, yeah. people please, right? So uh, I'll say that neither fives, or so we're talking about the Enneagram, Enneagram type fives or Enneagram type eights, engage in a lot of people pleasing. Either of these people do. Meaning that they aren't as likely to give in to what others want to do. So they're not afraid, in other words, they're not afraid to say no to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so considering this dynamic, these two types may run into conflict because they are on different, different energy levels. The eight needs a lot of attention from you. Uh, the five just wants your pre- may just want your presence, but may not need or want the eight's 
energy, so their physical or verbal energy, right? Uh, and if so, if neither of these people are are giving into each other very much, then they're not giving each other what they want or what they need within that relationship. When when I introduce you to the Enneagram, you will see a lot of things that you already know about yourself and your partner. But you will also see yourself in ways that will allow you to make connections that will reveal why you and your partner engage in specific attitudes and behaviors. It will be like putting a puzzle together. Mm-hmm. You've known this person for a while, and you have a basic understanding of how they go through life. But that puzzle is likely incomplete. And the Enneagram is a tool that will give you the rest of the pieces to that puzzle. So the Enneagram helps you connect the dots, helps you to reveal hidden doors in your relationship so that the both of you can be on the same page, the more the same energy level, so that you can engage in people-pleasing when necessary or when it's important for you to connect with your partner. How well does that make sense? Good. Now i got to find out where I get this chart from. you going to send it to us when we start working with you? <laughs> How do we figure all this out? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and to answer a um, uh, quick question, or to answer some questions, um, when, when you come in with me, when you um, become a client of mine, um, how we introduce you to the Enneagram is you take an assessment. Um, and from that assessment, you get results. So you'll get, uh, depending upon um, the, the assessment that we're doing for the Enneagram, and I have multiple so I have individual assessments, um, couples assessments, team assessments, um, leadership assessment. So for doing the, the couples assessment, the results are going to be like, you know, a 40 to 50 page PDF that you're going to get that's going to weave in both of your Enneagram types. So each person is going to take an assessment. Um, the, the platform is going to assess you. It's going to pin you as one Enneagram type. And it's going to weave both your Enneagram types into one assessment um, to help the couple, the people, uh, better understand Enneagram, better understand themselves, and better understand their partner. All right. And you're talking about relationships. What about relationships with, uh, you know, your family members, not just romantic relationships? Does this work for all sorts of people getting along in life with relationships? Oh, yes. Absolutely. So, uh, siblings. So, let's talk about um, uh, twins. So, I had some clients that were twins before. Right, and there is a small subset of twins um, where they uh, th- where they don't get along very well, and there's a lot of confrontation within that relationship. And uh, one of the potential reasons could be, um, let's say, that one of them is an Enneagram Type Three. The Enneagram Type Three is hi- a highly competitive person, like they think in win lose. So if you have one twin that happens to be a three and the other twin that happens to be a five, a lot lower energy, then there can be a lot of conflict there. So being able to see that, if, if, if you come in as my client, you take this assessment, you get these results, you two can see, those two people can see that about themselves. They already kind of know it, but then they would better understand that that's who that other person is. And they may not be pushing 
competition on you or other things on you, on you because they want to be in conflict with you. It's just kind of who they are, it's just how they're communicating. Um, and so, and so the person, let's say the Enneagram three that sees this, maybe they can see this about themselves and they can tone themselves down, tone down, always wanting to be in competition with the other person. Uh, they'll be able to see how much of an impact always wanting to be in competition they have on that twin. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. By the way, you're not a twin or anything, are you? <laughs> uh, I am not a twin, no. But okay. I do have friends that are twins. I was just curious. I'm like, you're pretty good at this. All right. I think about Danny DeVito and, and twins and, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, yes. Yeah, it one has all movie. the this and the other one has all the that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so like, if you're in that scenario or if you just have a sibling um, and you want a better relationship with that person, uh, the Enneagram can be that tool that makes that happen. It really brings people together. Um, so not just husband, wife, the twins, or your best friend, you know, uh, maybe your best friends and your, you know, best friends are great together. There's probably very little conflict in there, but the Enneagram, once again, just as a tool, not necessarily for conflict, but just for getting to better know and understand the other person. And I mean, I personally think the Enneagram is fun. I mean, I get jazzed about, um, helping people with the Enneagram, about talking with other people just about the Enneagram. It is a fun tool. So um, if you're just, maybe you're just friends and you want to bring something new into that relationship, it strengthen that relationship or just to do something that is, uh, um, uh, you know, emotionally fun. The Enneagram can be that, um, that adventure for you. Awesome. And so again, you do not only relationship coaching, but just to point out, um, you also do team coaching, other specialty coaching as well. And I know you offer free consultation to those who reach out um, there uh, to you directly. Uh, the website again is enneapro.com. And uh, in our last three minutes on the show, what else did you want to share about helping people unlock their potential? Okay, so three minutes business partners. So these, this is most of my clients are business partners. So this is a business with multiple owners. Okay? This is a marriage. When you own a business with another person, that is a type of marriage. Okay? And it is a marriage that um, is, is not just means not only do you have to appease each other, but you likely have employees. Right? So those are kind of like your kids. And you are responsible for these people. The Enneagram can give you uh, the knowledge about your business partner, better knowledge about how they work, about, uh, about uh, it'll give you more confidence in your ability to communicate with them and to move forward in that business um, to make sure that that business is going to grow or at least sustain over time. Yeah. Sounds so, good. Uh, that's all I have. Well, then tell us not all. You got a lot more than that. We offer free consultation. Tell them, tell them how we can reach you. Yes, free con- free thirty minute conf- uh, confrontation, confrontation, consultation, um, and uh, book your consultation today and help change your life. 
Beautiful. All right. Stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back with more. Again, the website, E-N-N-E-A-P-R-O.com or 626-221-7870. Thank you again for being here and have a great day. Or evening. Or morning. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.